0: Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner, Caroline Pope, as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host, and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking With The Animals. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you for joining me. Now, today, I'm very happy to welcome to the podcast, Amanda Porter. Now... Amanda is the trainer that uh, many of you have been asking about from my previous equine pandemic uh, podcast. So I decided to get her on and to have a bit of a chat. So welcome to Amanda Porter.
2: Thanks for having me, Caroline. I'm very happy to be here.
1: Now, for the listeners, uh, I just want to make it very clear that I hadn't met the lovely Amanda until all the stuff with the Hero program started. So, Amanda, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do and how you got involved with Hero, please? Thanks,
2: Caroline. Yes, well, I was involved with Hero since... June of last year, being 2021, they approached me for being a retrainer after I was recommended from Racing Victoria for being a retrainer for them. They approached me, I signed the documentation, and we approved of each other's standings. So under my understanding, Harness Racing Victoria was fully prepared to be doing veterinary checks and assessments before the horses arrived in our care. Um we weren't officially being paid for these horses to be trained, but after being a retrainer with Thoroughbreds for the last twenty years, thought we'd take up the opportunity and help standardbreds to find homes in their welfare program.
1: Yes, everybody knows that I'm a standy sucker. Um so I must have met you probably August or September of last year. Uh, when I went to meet the lovely Darcy after losing my mare, Arwen.
2: I think that's about right, isn't it? That's about right. You came to inspect a horse we had for sale via HRV Hero named Classy Darcy and x-rays found him to have unilateral malformation of the C6 vertebrae.
1: Yes, that's right. After having poor old Champ, a thoroughbred with equine vertebral complex malformation or ECVM, uh, I certainly wasn't risking another. And of course, with over 50% of standard breads now having this issue, um, obviously I was going to be x-raying. I wasn't playing Russian roulette. Were you um, aware of this problem, ECVM, before I x-rayed Darcy or not?
2: No, we weren't aware of this malformation previously.
1: Now, Classy Darcy, or Darcy as we called him, um, beautiful horse, was also um, found to have fairly severe neurological problems and was deemed well and truly not fit to be ridden. None of the um, ECVM horses should be ridden, by the way, but this guy was particularly unstable. And uh, I believe the vets said it was either euthanasia or a companion slash therapy slash pet home, which absolute hats off you got... um, Darcy, who is a beautiful horse, a wonderful, wonderful home. Now, I know I myself rang Harness Racing Victoria and spoke to Tara, who was in charge of the HERO program, um, sent her the x-ray report, and also discussed with Tara what ECVM was just how prevalent it was in the standard breads and also sent her the link that's on the um, the podcast notes for Sharon May Davis who explains what ECvM is what to look for etc etc so harness racing Victoria were well and truly aware through myself of uh, Darcy's plight and what was going on with ECVM in general I believe you also spoke to Tara is that correct?
2: That's correct. Tara was notified multiple times about issues with Classy Darcy. We wrote, we as being retrainers, we write a report every month stating of what our concerns or the training progression with the horses. Classy Darcy was noted every time that he was severely tripping under saddle to the point where he would be almost falling over and considered it very dangerous. We only did two rides on this horse and we decided to retire him from riding at that point until Caroline came and got her x-rays done in preparation of purchasing the horse. So Tara was notified. She actually suggested to arrange a body worker out to massage the horse and I felt that was um, a little bit of a cop-out, to be honest.
1: So by this stage, of course, um, once Classy Darcy didn't pass, I um, went up to Katamatite on at your suggestion with the lovely Nick and purchased my beloved Swagman. Unfortunately, Swagman only lasted four months and three days. Uh, ultimately, I had to euthanise him after a bunch of injuries that I'd pretty much healed. He went on to develop bone cancer, very, very rare in horses, naturally my horse, but but as a direct result of his injuries not being treated. So, of course, then I'm back to you to um, have a look for a, another standee. Had you had uh, any other horses through the program in these, oh, I suppose it was four and a half to six months between um, Darcy and when I came to see you with Billy?
2: Yes, Billy was one that had no life experiences Um, Outside of racing, so we knew we had a big project ahead of us with that horse. Uh, We suggested Billy to Caroline because he did have a lovely temperament. He just needed a few more life experiences. And we've had a couple of other horses within that period who had severe wobblers. So apparently Tara Vanderman at HRV Hero had arranged for veterinary checks for these horses to enter the program. The veterinary checks came through on a piece of paper, scribbled sideways without even a horse's name on it saying, I believe these horses are safe to enter, in my opinion, these horses are safe to enter the HERO program, signed on behalf of the vet, HIV HERO vet. These horses that arrived, especially one of them that had severe wobblers, actually fell over in his own paddock on the day he arrived. He was neurological. He was... Terribly dangerous horse for anyone just to simply lead this horse. This horse could have fallen over and severely injured someone. The other horse also had stage two and a half wobblers. We found it it's up to six months. This horse did not retain training information. He was hypersensitive and also found to have wobblers and neurological issues. Billy was the horse that Caroline came to have a look at the second horse she came to look at at our property, and second HIV hero horse at our farm. And he was found to have unilateral malformation of the vertebrae, the C6 vertebrae. Now, after Caroline left, she decided she couldn't take another horse on, and I completely understand that. That's why we're doing the x-rays and the vet checks for her, that she wouldn't be able to take this on. So we progressed in training as further vet, said it's quite possible that he may be sound to be ridden. But after time, this horse became particularly dangerous to the point where HRV Hero ended up removing the horse from the farm at my request. Now, I want
1: to... point out the fact that none of this is the horse's fault. Um, Horses are becoming dangerous sheerly through pain. Billy was, I'm assuming he's euthanized now, was a glorious, glorious horse. I really did like Billy. But unfortunately, um, some of the unilateral horses can be ridden for quite a while. However, Billy already had choke and knowing where all the nerves innervated and how often um, the nerves can be basically attached to different areas because of the ECVM, it was not something I was prepared to take a risk on. Now, at that time, uh, the vet that I used to x-ray and diagnose the ECVM also had other concerns about Billy. Uh, She wanted blood tests run. his gum colour was very pale and several other things she wanted checked. These, of course, went into the notes and went through to Harness Racing Victoria. Now, um, I could be wrong and Amanda will have to tell me, but I believe um, they did absolutely nothing about it.
2: Yes, Caroline, that's correct. Um, Tara at HIV Hero was made aware of Billy needing those requirements and treatments. An email was sent to her by myself on the 11th of February this year, 2022. And I did not get a response nor a, a veterinary call out at all. I made contact again three months later and I've basically been terminated from their program.
1: And once again, I do want to point out, none of this is poor Billy's fault. He was a beautiful, beautiful horse. But in the basically, I think, three months from when we got him x-rayed to when he was removed from your property, um, as they do, they get to a certain point and then they deteriorate fairly dramatically. And that's what happened with poor old Billy. I mean, he should have been euthanized on your property. They shouldn't have um, removed him just to euthanize. As far as I'm concerned, that's simply giving more suffering to the horse who's already going through hell. But this is the problem. It's not – people are assuming that it's obviously when you ride these horses, but these horses can become unsafe on the ground as well to feed, to handle. Um, I'm assuming you've had these sorts of problems as well, Amanda, on ground
2: issues? Yes, well Billy proved to be one of those issues. We had a report that did come with Billy from the owners, which is the application form that HIV hero gets sent. And it re- reported that he needed to be sedated for his feet to be trimmed and even picked up. So he had and that was certainly right when he arrived, he would drop himself to the ground when his feet would, legs were being touched. We didn't actually have to sedate him for the farrier to arrive, but he was difficult. The, I've got to, had a very, very patient farrier at the time. Um, yes, and also after being long rained on the ground, and we know he was broken into harness, so he still should have mouth and recall for that information and training that he's had. Basically, he didn't, he couldn't handle. He couldn't handle the feeling of the reins going over his back or being touched. He bolted and dragged me with him, nearly taking myself out and my employee as well. He became severely dangerous and his eyes would glass over. He just couldn't handle what was being asked of him. Simple as the procedures. If a horse can't walk relaxed, he's not going to do anything else nice and relaxed either. And yet
1: again, I want to um, push that this isn't Billy's fault. However, Billy was about 17 hands and approximately 650 to 700 kilo. So as you can imagine, when Billy couldn't cope, uh, that's an awful lot of horse that can't cope. And this seems to be one of the things with ECVM, not all, but... But quite a lot of the horses become hypersensitive. My own champ used to love being brushed, literally couldn't touch him um, the last two days. So it is uh, not an uncommon thing, this hypersensitivity. And of course, the eyes are glazing over due to pain. It's not behavioral, it's pain. And of course, as I've said before, there may not be long-term um, side effects, but Harness Racing Victoria know that over 50% of standard breeds have this problem and their hero program is for horses to be ridden and go on and have a good ridden life after racing. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, they need to be x-rayed and cleared for ECVM not only for the safety of the rider slash purchaser, but also for the safety of the trainers and those that are handling these horses. It's no fun for them and it's certainly not safe for anybody on the ground either. So uh, what happened and exactly how were you terminated from Harness Racing Victoria's Hero Program, Amanda? Amanda?
2: Well, I sent you an email outlining the number of horses I've had in my care through the HRP Hero program, which has been eight. I then outlined the issues that six of the horses had out of the eight horses. So, six horses out of the eight had soundness issues, neurological issues, and all this was noted individually and sent through to Tara. I received an email back from Tara stating that my retrainer acknowledgement basically was going to be terminated at the end of May. I then continued on to John O'Halloran, who's the acting head of integrity at Harness Race in Victoria. Um, he's basically he ignored everything I've written as well and said he would not be doing an individual. Um, investigation on those horses and tara vanderman had acted professionally within her position at harness race of victoria so from there on we actually continued through to a higher source and it's currently at the legal team at harness race of victoria but i don't know if we're going to be getting any results from that haven't heard from for three weeks now so we'll see
1: Yes, and of course, John O'Halloran, the um, head of so-called integrity, is the gentleman that I wrote to with um, several welfare uh, things, not just the ECVM, but also my beloved swag and what had gone on there, a couple of other things. And he wrote to you, I believe, that he wasn't even bothering to acknowledge my email, which actually, when someone puts in a welfare complaint, I believe by law um, he is actually supposed to investigate. So clearly, Harness Racing Victoria are not at all interested in the animal's welfare, it would appear, because actions speak louder than words, and it's much, much easier to get rid of someone who's actually raising welfare issues. I'd like to be proved wrong, but it doesn't look that way. So from here, what are your plans, Amanda? Um, what horses are you working with?
2: And um, I've got to ask, do you still love the Standies? Of course, I still love the standies. HRV here I haven't frightened me, frighten me away. I do currently have a beautiful little mare at home at the moment who I'm retraining on behalf of a client. And I will continue to retrain all off the track horses, be thoroughbreds or standardbreds, because um, that's where my passion lies. Oh,
1: good. I'm really pleased to hear that you're still getting standies. Um, so I'm assuming from that, that's from uh, the way you spoke trainers, um, other trainers that aren't associated with the Hero Program that are giving you their horses um, straight from
2: the track or slash retirement? That's right, yes. We've got owners and, and standard standardbred trainers are sending their horses directly to us. They don't have confidence in the Hero Program. Um, They're they've frightened away from the people inside the office basically. Um, official words are that... They basically don't know what they're doing at HRV Hero. So they're trying to avoid them as much as they can and they don't want to be associated with Harness Racing Victoria's Hero program whatsoever.
1: Oh, I'm really glad to hear that uh, the old standees and anyone that's considering a horse, please do consider a standard bred. As far as I'm concerned, you cannot beat a standee for temperament from a totally unbiased point of view, as most of you know about my guy, Dakota, a.k.a. Magical Pony. So Amanda, where can we contact you for those people that are interested in learning more or seeing your work? And what are your plans from here? What are your plans for the future? I'm assuming it's naturally uh, horse orientated.
2: Horses, of course, yes, standardbreds and thoroughbreds. We we will help welfare animals in all in all ways we can. Um, so we will be. We're still training at the moment. We've got a number of thoroughbreds and standardbreds on the farm, like we discussed earlier, straight from the the trainers. And we can currently find out what we're doing and follow us on all socials, so Forest View Thoroughbreds on Instagram and Facebook. And also, if you Google us, you'll find a lot of information and a website there. So give me a call, send me an email. happy to chat about anything.
1: you for listening to this episode of Talking With The Animals. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe. If you've got any questions or any queries, drop me a line. A huge thank you to the lovely Amanda Porter for today. Sadly, I'm not actually trying to bash Harness Racing Victoria. If they actually cared about animal welfare, I would have been very happy, as I said with John O'Halloran, to work within the Hero Program and promote them. But this is a huge welfare issue. I'm simply bringing to attention HRV and Hero because I have personally dealt with them. But this is a major, major problem in the equine world at large. Over 50% of ridden horses now have this issue. So please do your research uh, I'll put again in the show notes this time the same uh, YouTube link to Sharon May Davis' explanation. Sharon has been doing work on this since the 90s, I believe. Uh, also, recommends the vet, Dr. Christine G, who does the x rays in Melbourne. So, if you're worried about your horse having ECVM, it is easy enough to rule it out. As always, stay safe and remember when you can, until next week, talk with.
0: The animals. Thank you for listening to Talking With The Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator, CST and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.